my turn! Oh yeah, it's the Philly Experience Podcast. The boys are back. This is a revival for us. Max T, how you guys doing today? Shoot, I'm chilling. I have no complaints whatsoever. It's about time I seen you guys. Damn, Max, you got a fucking tan. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's all that golf in the place. Yeah, retired, retired already, uh, age of 23. <laughs> man. But it's good to see you guys, man. It's Wait, good to be back. We're all living our lives now, man. This isn't college anymore. So no, nah, it really is crazy. I mean, Max, you talk about retiring. T is older than us. Much older. Yeah, that's uh, about than to us. Say. I mean, he's got he's married. He a has kid. a kid now. The hell are you talking um, about? You retired. What the hell is retired? Last time we had a podcast, I believe T, uh, that baby was just brand new. And what are, what are we, two months in now? We're three months in now. We, she, wow. Yeah, we're three months in. She's she's smiling. She loves her father. So, yeah, life is great for me. I can't complain, honestly. That's great. And a new Eagles fan. Um, and we're going to get into that. We're going to get into those birds, guys. Have you gotten your Kelly Green jerseys? I gotta put I gotta put in the, I don't know who to get. That's the problem. I don't know who to get. <laughs> oh, mine's is on the way, and y'all know that I found a vendor that that, that custom makes them. So you know, I, I don't yeah, I don't yeah, do player yeah. names. All right. Shouts <laughs> to all those overseas vendors over here sending our our semi kind of off color Kelly Green jerseys <laughs> over to uh to us now. It's gonna look like a, a weird sea of of green at the Eagles games. Oh yeah. Uh, come the season starting. I got mine. Should be getting here actually tomorrow. Nice. Who'd you guys I had get? a gift you guys card to use that. Oh yeah, Jalen Hurts. That was a no brainer for me. I, yeah. I needed a Hurts jersey. Now was you one of those guys that was down there um last Monday, like early in the morning to grab those jerseys? Or Hell no, man. <laughs> Hell no. And you know what? What's funny? Those people camped out. They pre-gamed. Yes. I saw green jello shots uh were in the air. There's still plenty of jerseys available. Hey guys, you know what's crazy? I was in the middle of that. I was in the middle of all that chaos. Let me tell you, it was fun. I ain't even going to lie to y'all. <laughs> that's that's wild because I saw, um, I think it was um, Parks posted on, on Twitter or something like that, the picture of all those jerseys still there, uh, plenty of sizes left and everything. I just think that was ridiculous. Max, were you even thinking about uh, kind of camping out in that line? You know what? I wasn't, but then I saw on social media that everybody was getting them, and now it's like, do I want to get one now, or do I want to wait till the season gets a little bit closer? But I'm definitely tired, and you'll have to like worry yeah. about buying a new. I actually so, saw someone get a Randall Cunningham jersey after waiting in that line. I was thinking, after all these years, we've we've had Kelly Green Cunningham jerseys this whole time. Yeah. Why why do that? But um, I got the printed ones, one thirty instead of one seventy five. I mean. You know, real nice stitched, but let's let's save some money here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it really is great to see you guys. Great to be talking Eagles. Yeah, um, great to be talking in general. It's really been quite some time. A lot of stuff has happened to us all um, in this this break. I'm over here in West Virginia. Max, you're doing your thing. Uh, yes, calling games, basketball. I know that's your passion. Um, it's about there. damn time. You're doing your dad thing, man. Yeah, you really are, right. and it's um it. it it's amazing to see. Um, but going into the Birds schedule, uh, initial thoughts. What are you guys thinking? Ooh, so, okay. Um, this Max, week, you go we, ahead. We got to work on that. We got to work on this. Yeah, week. I mean, how old are we, Tane? We're still muted. Well, what are we doing here? No, nah, we're good. Uh, no, no. mistakes over here. Uh, Max, you go, go ahead. I'm fucking up. You know, I'm looking forward to the season, dude. I think uh, every each and every year when we do this, it's like I remember when I said Jalen Hurts wasn't the answer and he wasn't good enough. Yeah, how you feel about that answer now, Max? How you feel about that? Now you want to chime in? All right. Yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> you're damn right because you're disrespecting. So, uh, you're disrespecting the greatest. All right, go ahead. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, yeah, he's he was insane last year. Let's be honest. I mean, this guy's a leader. I think that's the biggest thing too. I mean, not only his talent on the field, but what he's able to do in the locker room and Sirianni's being able to keep the guys, you know, together. We see a lot of drama going on around the league and players and their contracts not making enough money and for the most part you know eagles camp has been relatively quiet i know the hassan Reich situation where of course he's underpaid based on what his season was last year but i gotta rant about that like i said it's uh it's been solid okay so real quick on the hassan reddick thing um why 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 did why did people feel the need to put that out there like why did people feel the need to say something about Hassan Reddick's contract? Yes, he overplayed his contract. Absolutely. He was one of the, he was one probably top three, top two probably pass rushers last year. Why the why the hell do you feel the need to bring up his contract? We all know he's underpaid. 
All right, there was there was no reason to start drama. We had a non-drama offseason, and then the media comes in and basically puts out there that ooh, Hassan Reddick should hold out. Hassan Red that sets a bad precedent because if the Eagles were to restructure his contract, that sets a precedent for everybody else that comes up in here that has a career year, their first year, and then all of a sudden we have a whole TL situation all over again. Shut the hell up. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's just people trying to get stories out there, T, and it didn't seem like um, Reddick was that affected by it. I mean, he gave an honest answer. He said, you know, it, it is what it is, and I just I still have to go out there and play. Um, it, not that he has to prove it, really, because he had a fantastic season last year. I mean, it was great for him. Uh, to come back to Philly, um, to to just play how he did. Um, it was, you know, he didn't do as much, of course, in the Super Bowl. Um, I'm still um, kind of trying to get over that as we well. I haven't been able to watch that game over again. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I haven't been able to watch any highlights um, because after that's, you know, after halftime, that's when things start going downhill. And um, one can only hope, one Eagles fan can only hope that, uh, birds find themselves back in the Super Bowl. Um, to me, a much better team this season. Um, now, there are a few things going against them. This brutal schedule that we're going to get into, um, both coordinators are head coaches elsewhere. Uh, and, and T, I want to uh, pick your brain on that in a second. But this is an old uh, offensive line. I mean, they're only getting older and older each season. Jalen, um, he was MVP caliber. Uh, player last season but he moves around a lot is that going to affect the Eagles uh, this season he did get an injury last season a lot of people kind of graze over that because of how fantastic he did play and especially in that Super Bowl he wasn't at 100% health uh, in the Super Bowl um, either but for you guys what is the biggest thing that the Eagles are going to have to highlight this season uh, to get back to where they were and more last season I mean they got to continue to set they got to continue the success of what they did last year. I mean, the formula that they use absolutely worked from offense to defense, keep on a, specifically on offense, you know, keeping a balanced offense, not relying too heavily on the run, not relying too heavily on the pass. You know, Jalen Hurts putting the ball in playmakers' hands. That's pretty much what worked last season. And they need to continue that success. You know, um, I know you wanted to bring up the coordinators, but the coordinators also play a huge part in this. I mean, Shane Steichen left to be the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, so now we have Brian Johnson, who was the quarterback's coach, and who does know Jalen Hurts, so that does give me a little bit of confidence. But from a play-calling standpoint, I don't know what type of a play call Brian Johnson is. Is he going to continue what was working under Shane Steichen last year? You know, all that remains to be seen. And as for the defense, they just need to continue their dominance on front. And from what I'm hearing at training camp, that seems to be the case. I mean, Nolan Smith is coming in and turning heads. Um, Jalen Carter's coming in and just bull rushing and dominating opposing offensive linemen. I mean, I think this pass rush, I think this pass rush is going to return to some form of fashion that we saw last year. And once again, that goes back to, you know, the coordinator, Jonathan Gannon leaving for Arizona, which by the way, his practice is already becoming a meme. I don't know if you guys have seen that. That's, I mean, it, it really feels like saying Jonathan Gannon's name is kind of like cursing yeah, at this pretty, point. Yeah, pretty much. Um, That's, yeah. Because of the, the bad taste that he kind of left in I'm Eagles best. fans' um, mouth um, with him talking to other teams, you know, the week leading into the Super Bowl. Um, and it kind of seemed like he just didn't care. You know, I, I don't know why he wouldn't if you're searching for a new job in any position or anywhere in any job. If you're searching for a new position, a higher ranking, why wouldn't you focus on making your resume that much better um, to go there out on the market? But he was, I guess it was a for sure thing, uh, that job, and he was kind of just focused on that new beginning. It just doesn't make sense, though. But, yeah, Deshaun Desai comes in. Now, Deshaun Desai is saying all the right things in the press conferences. He's saying, you know, we're we're you know, we're Philly. Um, I'm, we're going to bring an aggressive defense. How aggressive remains to be seen. Who knows if he's actually, you know, telling the truth or he's just pandering to us. Who knows? But it's the beautiful part about the season we're going to see. Um, I hope he utilizes the pieces that he has a whole lot better than Jonathan Gannon did. But uh, one thing that's also curious and I wanted to bring to the table, um, speaking of off seasons and speaking of which uh, training camps, um, I know one of the things we went into, of course, is that one of the things we're concerned about on on the defensive side of the ball was the linebacker position. 
And I believe the Eagles made some moves, actually, um, in terms of that linebacker position. I believe they signed two linebackers today, one of them including Miles Jack. That tells me a lot. And one of the main things that it tells me is that they don't believe. Oh, Miles Jack and Zach Cunningham, um, one-year deals. That tells me that there's not a whole lot of confidence in what Nicobe Dean is bringing to the table, which I don't know if that concerns you guys, but it definitely concerns me. I mean, how can you be so confident in um, kind of the the light depth that they had that linebacker? I mean, I, I can't be the only one we're thinking, yeah, why not build it up? Because Nicobe Dean, okay, um, but for a player to have experience or to gain off of another teammate having that experience, that, that makes the team better. Without a doubt. I think about, you know, back to the Super Bowl, we can live and die by it. Of course, we're never going to live it down. But, you know, Jonathan yeah. Gannon was one of the main reasons why. I mean, we got beat, and we always think back to, you know, the play that they ran identical on each side of the ball, and and our corners got lost. I mean, that that's coaching. I mean, especially on the second. You can't get beat a second time on the same play. So, yeah, Mahomes, you can talk about how great he is. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. You're going to have to put in the rearview mirror and move forward. And, I think this year, when you talk about health and consistency being the two things I look at, you know, A.J. Brown has been hurt pretty much every year in his career. Last year was the one year where he was able to stay healthy for a full season, and you just saw what he was able to do. Now, I don't know if that was luck. I don't know if that was he's taking care of his body better. I don't know if that's because he has Devontae Smith and Hurts to, you know, obviously take the load off of him having to be, you know, a Justin Jefferson-type player when it comes to the volume. But hopefully he's able to stay healthy. Smitty takes another step forward this year, and, We'll see what the running backs do. I know DeAndre Swift was supposed to be the next big thing in Detroit, and now it looks like Jameer Gibbs is going to be the next big thing in Detroit. So uh, hopefully Swift is able to come in here. He's not going to be asked to be the workhorse. And Rashad Penny, will he be able to stay healthy? Probably not. <clears throat> Excuse me, but it's a lot to a lot of unknowns, I guess, at the running back position. And I think losing an offensive coordinator like Shane Steichen is huge. We'll see if Brian Johnson is able to get the job done, at least you know with with the same kind of formations and things like that. But the defense, I'm not too concerned about. Uh, obviously new coordinator, but for the most part, you have the talent. Can Sean Desai come in here and, and do better than what Jonathan Gannon did? And honestly, Jonathan Gannon, even though we all hated on him here, the defense was pretty solid throughout the majority of the season when you look at a big picture. And if Sean Desai can, you know, I guess take small details, tweak them, and, and hopefully come out with a better result, uh, that'll that'll basically clear things up, especially when you make a deep playoff run like we expect this team to do. So it's the offense for me. Can Lane Johnson stay healthy after another year? Jason Kelsey, same thing, and why a lot of those big guys up front. I know Landon Dickerson and Cam Jurgens. I, I heard is having a decent camp. He might get the starting gig at the guard spot. Yeah, that's what so I'm they got to protect Jalen, though. Can't get Jalen hurt or else we're in trouble. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, one of the more important things in this offseason for the Eagles was keeping that core together. Uh, the offense, their stars um, are, are still they're still there, and they've added more. Uh, defense always needs some work. Defense is very important, uh, which T will agree. It, I think, might be more important than the offense in ways of stopping um, stopping the flow of that the, the opponent, um, making those stops, giving the ball back to the offense quickly. Um, but the Eagles also added Morrow, um, the, the player. He was from the Raiders, I, I believe. Morrow, yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe he was from – Greenville he went to school um so not not a player that we're really uh that we know a lot about but uh, once again adding that depth Howie is just um he's searching the market uh we saw that with Cunningham and Miles Jack today just um on Sunday just a few hours ago here it was and talking about those additions we talked about DeAndre Swift Penny uh to the running back game um those running those linebackers that we just talked about drafting Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith. Um, but you lose guys like CJ Gardner and Johnson. That was, it felt like the biggest thing in the world earlier, just when the season ended. But now that you're looking back at it, like, okay. Um, when you're looking at the money and how his attitude kind of was um, at the end of that, uh, you want to put that in the past uh, Hargrave. That was another big uh, player. Um, went to the 49ers and then automatically switched up his attitude too, talking about how, you know, things would have been different if the 49ers could have that other quarterback. Stop yourself right there. TJ Edwards gone. I'm uh, Max, sick of this. Max really liked this one. I know that. Miles Sanders uh, to Carolina. <laughs> when you break down the amount of money 
Miles Sanders is making in Carolina. That's DeAndre Swift, uh, Rashad Penny, um, Kenneth Gainwell. All their all their contracts are less than what Miles Sanders is making over in Carolina. It's ridiculous. Um, but Sam Alu gone as well. Uh, we talked about losing those coordinators. That's important. Steichen was the guy making those plays. The the reason Jalen Hurts was the MVP player he was. Um, that that's that's big. But Brian, um, but Johnson, huge connection with Hurts. Um, that they've known each other for a while, and I think that is going to help kind of ease the way into the new look coordinators right. for the Eagles. Yeah, it, it it once again it goes back to what I said earlier, and that's I don't know what type of you know what type of philosophy these guys are going to bring to the table ultimately. And for me, that's it's more or less just a wait and see type of thing. Am I a little bit comfortable with it because Brian Johnson was the was the quarterback's coach last year for Jalen Hurts? Absolutely. I mean, I, I think he was a, a huge part in Jalen Hurts' development from the previous year to the year that we just saw last. And it's hard not to, you know, have some kind of excitement and some kind of, you know, conf- hard not to have any type of confidence towards that. So in terms of offense, you know, I'm, I'm least worried about that. Um in terms of the offensive line, I mean, I think Cam Jurgens can step right in at right guard and fill in until, you know, Jason Kelsey's time is done and then he switches to center. Um, the only, you know, old the only two old guards now are Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey pretty much. Everybody else is pretty much young. They've been drafted um by the Eagles within the past three, four years. So, you know, we have we have young depth, you know, we have young guys at that offensive line now and I I just like the direction that the Eagles are going. I'm I'm not saying it's going to be easy because it's not. We're going to bitch and moan this year because this schedule is tougher. It's not the same schedule that we had last year. All right, that second half after the bye is fucking brutal. It is brutal. You're talking yeah. about going up against the big dogs in the NFL, like the Bills, the Chiefs, the 49ers, just to name a few. 49ers going to want revenge, by the way. So this season is not going to be easy, but do I think the Eagles still have the easiest path back to the Super Bowl? Absolutely. I've I've maintained this, and I'm still going to say it. I think that the NFC pretty much has to run through Philadelphia because the only other competition in the NFC is the I see is the Cowboys and the 49ers. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the only competition I see. Yeah, I agree. 49ers definitely – um, in my opinion, just have a better roster than the Eagles. But I do think the Eagles are a better um, – I think they're a better team um, just because of who's running the ship, who's, you know, who's guiding their team, um, and just those supposed team captains that are in charge of the team. I think that with that, the experience, I think the Eagles take the edge uh, with that, definitely a tough, tough matchup. And the Cowboys are always going to be there. Uh, it doesn't matter if both teams are defeated their entire season. When those two teams face up against each other, it's a whole different matchup. Yep, Couldn't agree more. I mean, you talk about quarterback, you talk about GM, you talk about ownership, things like that matter at the end of the day. And, yeah, okay, the 49ers can have more depth. You know, Cowboys, obviously, C.D. Lamb finally takes a step forward. We've all been waiting for that, and it was uh, what it was last year when it came to fruition finally. But – the end of the day, the, the Niners, Kyle Shanahan, everybody talks about him and Sean McVay being offensive-minded wizards, but you know Brock Purdy's not Jalen Hurts. And uh, when you factor in the biggest things that matter in a football organization, the Eagles, top to bottom, are, are clear-cut number one. And, and there's a lot of pressure, but I feel like there's not at the same time because me as a fan, I'm, I'm, that's how much confidence I have. And even when things are going south, and at some point this season they might, just because things happen, it's football. Uh, this is a group that's going to stay together. Sirianni is going to be able to keep this team, and and these veteran leaders are not going to let the you know the locker room fall apart. You got guys like Kelsey and Lane Johnson who, you know, they keep getting older, and we keep saying this is going to be the year. This is going to be the year. They finally break down, fall apart, and they're just they're you know they're athletic, their bodies are freaks. You know what I mean? It's like they're never going to fall fall apart, and until they do, you just got to have the confidence in these guys. Yeah, definitely. And I do want to backtrack for a second to mention that Marcus Mariota is now on the Eagles. And I think um, that is an upgrade from Gardner Minshew. Now, I, I thought Gardner could be the, you know, the long term um, second string quarterback in Philadelphia. But then when he stepped in 
to play. Just you know that that Cowboys game. It, he was awful. Let's just call yeah, it. Was. It was not good. Okay. Um, but um, we're talking about this schedule, how brutal it is. Let's let's dive into it. Let's start off with Week One uh, against the New England Patriots, guys. What are we thinking? I think that's a dub ultimately. Um, I, I I can't see a scenario where Mac Jones gets the best of this team. Um, he, I, I the Patriots are for me. I still view them as a developing team. They're not one hundred percent there just yet. I, mean, I think a lot of people are trying to say that you know the Patriots are going to stand up because I believe Tom Brady is going to be honored at that game. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Fuck Mac Jones up. <laughs> I agree. I agree That's with you too. I think uh, you know the quarterback position for the Patriots, Mac Jones. He's not mobile. You know, Mahomes was able to escape the pocket a lot in that Super Bowl. The uh, we're not playing on, on that stupid ass field in uh, Arizona anymore. You know, we're going to be playing you know on a real turf field. I think the Eagles get to the get to the quarterback a lot. And then when you talk about the skill position players, you know, what do they have? Juju Smith Schuster. I know Jacoby Myers is gone too, but you know, Bradbury and Slay aren't going to have to break too much of a sweat guarding those guys, in my opinion. So. Well, when you get a pass rush that's going to get to Mac Jones and be able to force the football out of his hand quickly, it's ultimately going to result in some turnovers, at least I think so. And then, uh, you know, the skill players for them aren't too great. And you're talking about a subpar O-line. Um, you know, her, no matter how good of a coach Bill Belichick is, especially on the defensive end, I still think that the Eagles get the better, better of the Patriots in this one, honestly. Yeah, right. This is going to be an exciting game. I mean, you have DeAndre Swift in the Eagles jersey wearing zero. Um, the number, um, Nolan Smith. Carter it's it's there's going to be so much to see and when you're a team that uh, how the other 31 teams usually end their season on a loss um to to start um the season try to get that W try to get back into the win column uh get that feeling back that they had a lot of last season I think uh, I think this is kind of a no-brainer picking a a Eagles win for this one yeah want to know um, week two, we go back home, and we host the the Philadelphia Eagles host the Minnesota Vikings um, Thursday night football. Uh, it's it's going to be that home opener, guys. It's going to be an electric atmosphere. What are we thinking? I'm thinking that's also a dub because um, I don't know why it's Kirk Cousins just doesn't do well in prime time. It's the weirdest stat I think I've seen in a very long time. And frankly, um, you guys know, I've never had that much confidence in Kirk Cousins. I mean, it was a low-scoring game even last year when the Eagles faced the Vikings. Now, I believe that was a Monday night game. And Kirk Cousins just looked off. He just looked awful that entire game. They couldn't score more than seven points. So I think that's another dub as well. We're starting off 2-0 in my book. Tanner, I got to ask you, are you going to try to get to any games this year now that you're in West Virginia? (laughs) Listen, Max, I... As of right now, we'll be in attendance uh, at that home opener oh. uh, game. My pop still got those tickets locked down. Um, I'm nice. gonna make that drive over there. I got to be at the link. It's been it's been a while uh, nice. since I was in Philadelphia, so I'm kind of missing it right now, and I'm I'm excited for it. Nice. No doubt, I think it's gonna be a win too. Uh, and the same reason is not a lot has changed from this year to last year, uh, and and I believe it was week two last year too when the Eagles took on the yep. Vikings. If I'm not another mistaken. home opener, yep, exactly. They got the job done. So uh, prime time. Eagles are going to be happy. They're going to be home. I see this team starting off 2-0. I really do. If I am not mistaken, last season the Eagles beat the Vikings at the home opener. I think it was 24-7 uh, around that score. Yeah, um, that was a score. Kind of made the Vikings say, hold on, let's take a step back. And I remember watching the quarterbacks. that I watched the first episode of that, and I believe – um, it was it was a game for the Vikings to take a step back and be like, listen, they still had 13 wins on the season. Yeah, they did. Um, but that was that was a pretty that was that was a game changer for the Vikings. Uh, week three, uh, Monday night football game after a Thursday night football game, um, September 25th, 715. The Eagles will be in Tampa Bay playing the Buccaneers without Tom Brady. Now, who knows who the hell the quarterback will be. Will it be Baker Mayfield? Will it be Kyle Trask? Doesn't matter. I'm going with an Eagles win. What about you guys? I completely agree. I don't give a damn. Kyle Trask, Baker Mayfield, they're both trash. Right? There's no way in hell the Eagles don't walk out of that with another dub. 
Yeah, they could be playing this game on the moon for all I care. <laughs> really, I think the Eagles are, yeah. are are just, and it's one of those things about the consistency. Like I said, I mean, mm. even when you're on the road, you get a long week to prep. Even the short week, the prior week uh, against Minnesota, I just think Hurts and Sirianni. I mean, the leadership matters, and they're going to have these guys locked down and 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 ready to rock and roll. Yeah, while we're talking about this, actually, I'm reminded of a tweet I saw a few hours ago about Carson once practicing wearing his Eagles commanders and Colts gear. And now I'm thinking, what if Carson Wentz goes to Tampa Bay? Is that more of a challenge? I don't know. Maybe he's What's that? Cleats or something. Man, I don't, I'm not scared of Carson. I'm not. I don't I don't give a damn. Just thought I'd float that out there. Week four, uh, speaking of, Washington commanders, October 1st, just a regular game um, for the Eagles time-wise. But you're hosting the commanders first division rival of the season. Um, are they going to flash back to that time? The commanders ruined the perfect season for the birds. What are we thinking? Ooh, I don't, I don't even know who the hell their quarterback's going to be. That's the crazy part. Sam Howell. Oh God. Oh God. Yeah. Yep. But then again, we did, we did lose to a nobody last year. Oh man. Okay. I, if there's a year that they're going to sweep the, the commanders, it's gotta be this year. All right. I think they're going to sweep the commanders. Yeah, I, I think they're going to win this game, too. I think it's going to be closer uh, just because you have Jahan Dox and Terry McLaurin, two guys that Bradbury and Slayer are going to have the matchup against, and those are two two good players. You're going to have Brian Robinson a year removed from his injury. I mean, they're talking him up in training camp like, you know, he, they haven't seen the best of him yet, which, you know, I can't really argue. He was a monster at Alabama before, obviously, he had that whole situation last year where he got shot and whatnot. But uh, they have some good players. Already. Their defense is good, so it's not going to be easy. I think they're going to get the job done, and the Eagles are going to win the game, but it's going to be close. Division games are never usually too easy. Um, I think this is going to be an Eagles dub, and it's going to be 4-0 right now. And then flying over to Los Angeles to play the Rams at 4:05. That's a week five game. Uh, this is going to be where the challenge starts for them, I, I believe. Not, just, not, not because the Rams are some great team. Now, they're kind of um, – hey, you know, Matt Stafford isn't – um, the quarterback he used to be. The Rams aren't the team, the Super Bowl team that they used to be. But I just think them flying over to L.A. after those four games, after nobody quarterbacks, basically. No, sorry. Okay, Kirk Cousins. Uh, <laughs> sure, TV show, I get it. Now everyone's a fan of Kirk Cousins uh, because of the TV show. But What's he I here do for? think that with Cooper Cup and and those weapons they have over there, I think that's going to give the Eagles a challenge. And I just don't think that they're going to make it all the way to how they were undefeated last season. They're going to have a hiccup. Um, and it's better to have that earlier than later in the season, right? I think this is going to be the Eagles' first loss. Okay, yeah. so this is a game I might be in attendance for. I might, I might be going out to L.A., to go a little SoFi action over there. A little SoFi action. Um, so they better damn well win. That's all I got to say. Because, like you said, Matthew Stafford isn't the quarterback that he used to be. Um, Sean McVay is gone. He moved on to other Pat to other things. So look, I, it, there's no way I I I don't I don't really see a scenario where they don't win. I mean, maybe Aaron Donald wreaks havoc on this offensive line, but. He, in history's past, he really hasn't been that effective. The Eagles just have a way of isolating big primetime pass rushers from opposing teams, and I think it's going to happen again. Now, See, T, you almost got me hammered or something here, Butter. I think you've been drinking <laughs> drink a little too much. <laughs> T, you almost got me with that Sean McVay stuff, man. <laughs> T, I had to double check that. on that. Um, yeah, I mean, for your sake, T, I do, I do hope the Eagles win. It's just uh, the. I think the Eagles Matthew win. Stafford. I think they get a dub. Okay. I think they get a dub. I think it's going to be because I like. I get what you're saying, Tanner. Going to fly across the country, but I think there's going to be more Eagles fans there and Rams fans. Definitely. So, I, I'm seeing oh, well, I five and zero to start the year, man. I'm seeing five and zero to start the year. I don't see how they're not. I love it. Yeah. Um. So their next game is in New York. So they're flying back over to New York, mm. um, and they're going to take on the new-look New York Jets, guys. This, wow. this has got to be a matchup that scares you wow. a little bit, right? Aaron Rodgers over here, the weapons they've acquired. The, Ooh, yeah. the team is just a mm -hmm. very new-look team. Um, 
that that's got to be a loss for all of us, right? Are, are I'm, take, I'm, take, I'm gonna say it's their first loss of the year. I think I think that'll okay. be their first loss of the year. I think Aaron Rodgers gets the job done. Sauce Gardner is going to lock up somebody because he's just that damn good. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, he's been going one on one with Garrett Wilson a lot. They're, those guys are challenging each other in training camp. And Brees Hall, we'll see how he works his way back from that ACL injury. Dalvin Cook's still out there unsigned, but I think this is going to be their first loss of the year. As much the Aaron Rodgers that we saw last year against Green Bay. I keep saying to myself, there's no way in hell he, he drops off this soon. So I, I think Aaron Rodgers does make a comeback. I think he does turn into the Aaron Rodgers that we all have seen throughout our lives. I think I'll give him a loss on this one just because I, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers we're going to get. Now, listen to you. I am a big Aaron Rodgers uh, fan, football fan. Um I just don't think it's out of the question that he could just drop off and play. Uh, I think that the, all this hype around him, now he's he has been training, he has been practicing with the team, so that's definitely a good look if you're a New York Jets fan. But this guy's getting old, and you just can't keep up as much as Tom Brady did, in, in my opinion. Um, it, it's hard not to root for the Jets, though. It, it really is. But I, I'm I, we're all agreeing here that this is going to be a tough one. For the Eagles, um, it wouldn't surprise me if they squeaked it out. Yeah, it wouldn't but surprise me. Um, just for for record prediction wise, I think that is going to be uh, a loss for the Eagles. Um, going ahead now to the Miami Dolphins back home at the Link, facing off a Sunday night football game against the Dolphins. This is the Kelly Green game, one of two Ooh. over here. So it's going to be a, a a bright looking game color wise uh, with the Dolphins <laughs> colors oh, yeah. and the, the Kelly greens um, just on, based on that alone I, that's helping me uh, pick out a result uh, this is going to also be a Tua versus Hertz game so there's going to be some drama going into that I hear you. but the Eagles are just a better team than the Dolphins and the I Dolphins think the Eagles too, are going to win picking the Dolphins, or, or picking the Eagles too I think the Dolphins well first of all you gotta see if Tua is still you know not retired by then just because if he gets on a concussion <laughs> We'll see. I mean, the guy's been beaten and battered to shreds. But I think this is going to be an Eagles dub, and it's going to be tough because, again, you got two – you could argue two wide receiver ones. When you talk about Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, how good they are. Oh, yeah. Um, but, again, Tua, he's the main question. Is he going to be healthy? Uh, under the lights, prime time. I think uh, this is a game I hope to be in attendance for as well. We'll see if that comes to fruition again. But I think we get a W. Uh, okay. So this is the Kelly Green game. This is the first Kelly Green game. There is no way – on. Guys, living green earth, the Eagles are going to drop this game. No That's freaking way. Not in Kelly Green. Absolutely not. Dub. Yeah, I mean, Tay, let's uh, Kelly Green or not, this team is going to have to. Um, they're going to have to keep it on. They're going to have to keep down on that pedal because this uh, at this game, the Dolphins game. I mean, most of the games ahead of that are they're they're going to be tough, tough games. Yeah. Um, you got to look good. You got to play good too, um, and that's all about um, th- this team playing together. Hopefully, uh, full roster at this point too in the season. Um, yeah, yeah, that's going to be a win for me. Not just because of the Kelly Greens, but once again, I do think the Eagles are a much better team than the Dolphins. Week eight at the Washington Commanders, or if they change a name by then. Uh, we already <laughs> talked about how they could potentially sweep, yeah. but a uh, moment of truth here. What are we thinking? Um, I'm going to stick to my prediction. I think this is the year that they finally sweep the Commanders. There's no way in hell y'all allow them to 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 get another to sneak in another win on y'all again. No way. I also think they get a W here. I, I just yeah. don't think the Commanders are that good of a football team. I know there's going to be one surprise at least in the NFC, in my my opinion, I think it could be the Bears this year, just because Fields, if he takes a step forward, you know how bad they were last year. They get DJ Moore and whatnot in there, but one of these teams is that we're thinking is going to be awful may surprise us. But I don't think the Commanders are one of those teams. I think we get a win. Yeah, uh, I agree with you guys. Week nine versus the command or the Cowboys. I'm sorry, their Cowboys are coming to the link. Wow, uh, November fifth. It's the first taste of the Cowboys that we got until later on in the season. Uh, week 14 is the second game. Um, no Ezekiel Elliott, which really didn't matter uh, this past season either. Tony Pollard, uh, I believe franchise tag. Uh, yeah, is that so. um, true? Mm-hmm. CeeDee Lamb stepping into his 
um, how he can be as a player. Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott should not have been on the top 100 uh, list. Um, I at least don't think he should have been that high ranked up. Um, but what are you guys thinking for this first Cowboys game? I am. I always split with the Cowboys every year. So I'm going to say this is I usually the first matchup. I usually always consider, you know, a win. So I'm going to call it a win. And I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but Dak is throwing interceptions like crazy in training camp. There was one play that they, that somebody showed that's been leaking all over of him throwing to a five foot five right receiver in double coverage. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you looking at? Well, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm say, I say the Eagles lose this game. I don't know why. It's more of a gut feel. Um, I think they're going to get them back later on in the year in Dallas. But I think in this one, you know, it's the start of some tough teams, and I think this is going to be a loss, unfortunately, at home. I hate to say it because I know the place is going to be rocking. I know Xfinity Live is going to be rocking. You know, there's going to be some fights afterwards as long as you know, <laughs> we're not a part of it. You know what I mean? But uh, people are going to be pissed off leaving that stadium, I think, and uh, for good reason. Yeah, for sure. Um, but we know it's hard. Ranked uh, 44. Um, you know, not that much farther behind um, Jalen Hurts, as you would think. And Jalen Hurts, that's, you know, that's T. Maybe we'll discuss this a little later in the show. But his ranking, um, I mean, er, er, these past couple seasons, oh, Jalen Hurts, he, he's going to have to prove it. And he proves it and still, um, still kind of getting overlooked there. But the Cowboys, I think. When's the second game? December 10th. That's a primetime game. And and I know they have to split, so I'll go with a loss <laughs> this first game too um, yeah. because I'm looking ahead to that second game. Just logistics speaking here, Sunday Night Football, the way that the Eagles lost to the Cowboys last primetime Eagles-Cowboys game. I just think that this one's going to be a loss, but that second one's going to be a win. All right, week 10 is a bye. You have a division rival. You have a bye then the next week. Then you're going into a matchup that's very important, I know, for a lot of those guys on the team. That is week 11 versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs, the team that destroyed our dreams this season. Kansas City Chiefs, Monday Night Football, November 20th. This will be a Super Bowl matchup, rematch, that is with the Kansas City Chiefs team that did not seem to get worse, they actually seem to have gotten better, in my opinion, um, with the wide receivers. The, uh, you know, Juju Smith not on the Kansas City Chiefs anymore. I don't really think that was that matter. With the rookie wide receivers they're bringing in, running backs only getting better. It's, I think that this is going to be a tough matchup, but I do think Jalen Hurts will make it his mission to pull out a win. Really? I like it. Really, I have this game as a loss. If it, I would lean more towards a win if it was here, but it's in Kansas City. It's in Loud Arrowhead Stadium. I know. I don't. There's not too many teams that go up to Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs. Nah. There's only one team that I can think of that can do it. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. T and I think the Eagles do drop this one. Unfortunately. Uh, coming out of a bye week, you say to yourself, all right, they got two weeks to prepare, but I don't know, man. Mahomes is just built different. And in my opinion, this is going to be another hiccup on the road. Yeah. Hopefully, a Super Bowl. Yeah, this is a loss. Fair enough. Uh, definitely a tough challenge. You got Patrick Mahomes, best player, best football player in the world, um, American football, that is. Um, week 12, the Bills are at the link. Uh, 425 game, November 26th. Um, You know, this is where I'm kind of uh, in a a spin cycle here because I gave the Eagles a win against the Chiefs. Yeah. And the next week I'm expecting them to fly over to uh, Philly. And, you know, not that that it's a far travel at all, uh, plane-wise, to Philly and host the Bills and beat the Bills, who I think is a, a team that really missed out on their window. Um, you guys go first. I'm gonna have to decide. So Tanner, uh, yeah, you gave him a win in Kansas City. I think that's a little extreme. But since I gave them a loss in Kansas City, I do think they beat the Bills. I've been on record of saying this, and I'm gonna say it in front of you guys. I think Josh Allen is overrated. 
Wow. And I do not think he, honestly, <laughs> I know we used to sing his praises, but I just look at his years and I look at last year as well. And he's not the quarterback that we all thought he was. In all honesty, yeah. and, I, and I've said this before Jeez. too, I think he's about to become Carson Wentz. Oh my God. I think he's headed wow. in that direction. <laughs> the way he was reckless with the ball. Uh, towards the end of last oh, season, silly. y'all can't tell yeah. me that was Max. Very... This guy turns into a dad, and he has the craziest sticks <laughs> ever. Y'all can't tell me that the oh, end of last God. year that y'all wasn't questioning some of Josh Allen's throws. Come on, stop! I know, I know, I was. He was well, okay, what, what seventeen interceptions? Yes, but okay. too, you got to remember, you got to remember. Still, this is a home game. I think, I think I'm going to give him a win. I think I'm going to give him one. Okay. I, I just see us coming home, in my opinion, so far. Dropped two in a row. One of them, you know, sandwich or bye week in between. But I think the Eagles It's a Kelly Green game. game. It, it is. A, oh, it's the second another Kelly year. Nice. We'll win that one. Oh, no okay. Doubt. Another Kelly Green game. Oh, and also, by the way, don't forget the Madden curse. That's the that's okay, a thing. We're still buying the Madden curse here, too. Yeah, really, Hell yeah, really still buying the goddamn Madden curse. Hell yeah. Um... You call me the craziest person ever, but I'm going to give the Eagles another win. I'm going to give All right. them wow. win against the Bills. I like to hear. Against um, the Bills and the Chiefs back-to-back. Now, that that might be me just saving my schedule prediction because I gave them a win uh, their last week, week 11-2. Now, if they lose that week 11, then I'm still bouncing back with this week 12 win. Um, Kelly Green game, Josh Allen, I understand. Um, he is a top player in the NFL. I do not think he is that different from Jalen Hurts, though. Um, we're talking ranking-wise. Yeah. What has Josh Allen done more than Jalen Hurts? I'm talking where he's brought his team. Jalen Hurts went to the Super Bowl. Um, Josh Allen, no Super Bowls. I mean, it, <laughs> I could stop right there because when I look at the rankings every time, quarterback rankings, it, it always I always seem to see – Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. That's most of what I'm seeing. Why Why put Josh Allen, aside from maybe experience, in ways ahead of Jalen Hurts right now in their careers? Why? I think that's the main reason why, like you just said. I think it's just experience, the reason why. The, and they, we know what we're going to get out of a Josh Allen-led team, whereas we only have – and listen, y'all know I'm a Jalen Hurts guy – but we've only seen one year of success from Jalen Hurts. You know, who's to say that he's going to repeat? Not to say I'm wishing wishing bad. I'm not. Trust me, I'm not. But a lot of people's mindset is, well, who's to say that we're going to see this type of success again out of Jalen Hurts? I'll tell you what, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But these, these teams coming up, you know, we continue to talk about the Chiefs, the Cowboys, the Bills. I mean, it's not going to be easy whatsoever, but that's the fun about the challenges that await us. And it's going to be even more rewarding when the birds hopefully do get to the Super Bowl and hopefully this time win it also. I got to hop off, boys. Love you guys. Uh, we'll talk hey. soon. Uh, got class. But as always, dude, go birds. All right, Max. Yes, sir. Go birds, Max. All right, Tate. This schedule is just right now at the toughest part of it, really. When we're talking about the, the Chiefs, the Bills, the 49ers, Cowboys, um, I mean, we'll throw the Seahawks in there. Geno Smith, stud, but the Seahawks are not the team they used to be three no. years ago. No. Um, I think the Eagles drop this one at home to the 49ers, and it's going to feel oh so great for those 49ers fans that and players that have been talking, 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 whining mostly <laughs> about this loss that was a football loss, T. The other team – Played great, that is the Eagles. They did their job, and they hit the quarterbacks so hard that they got hurt. So That's what happens in football. <laughs> so you got this as a loss. This team was motivated yeah. last year by people saying that they weren't good enough. This team was motivated last year by people saying, oh, they didn't play anybody. And even going into the 49ers game in the NFC championship, people were saying that the Eagles are finally going to get what's coming to them. Not only did the Eagles win, 
but they dominated the 49ers and put them back in their place to the point where their fans, all right, their radio base have been bitching and moaning all goddamn offseason. I want a freaking win to shut them up once and for all. It's not our fault that you put a tight end on the best pass rusher last year and your quarterback got knocked out of the game. That's not our fault. Just take the yeah. L. That's the part I've never understood about that whole entire game. Because if it would have happened to us, we would have been like, well, shit, Jalen Hurts got knocked out. It is what it is. It's just one of those things. It's football. It happens. What did y'all do? Y'all bitched and moaned. Your players bitched and moaned. Your coaches bitched and moaned. Your radio personalities out there in San Francisco bitch and moaned. Your fans bitched and moaned the entire offseason. I want to win because y'all came in and y'all thought that y'all was, the, was hot shit. And guess what? You looked like shit in that NFC Championship game, and you're going to look like shit this week. I can almost guarantee you that the Eagles have been looking at all the shit talk about fr- coming from the 49ers in this offseason that they are going to be primed and ready for that game. Okay. All right. And I just think that the 49ers will want this game more because the Eagles are going to be tired. At this point, even though they had that bye week, I mean, they they come out the bye week, Kansas City, Buffalo, 49ers defense. Um, that's that's why I'm giving the Eagles the loss on December 3rd, week 13, week 14. We already talked about this uh, Cowboys game, the second of the two. Um, I said they would split in this one. I would give the Eagles a win. Okay, so um, I, I gave them a win earlier in the season. This is the Cowboys, so I'll give them a loss in this one. Okay. Okay. Um, let me see what I got. T, I hope you remember your record prediction right oh, now because that's what I'm kind of going through well, let me, right let me, now. Let me count my um, <laughs> So you, you better calculate over there. All right, I'm calculating. I'm giving the Eagles a W versus this, this Cowboys team, Sunday Night Football. Because they just need to win against the Cowboys on primetime football. Seahawks, week 15. Next game, I'm thinking Geno Smith, DK Metcalf, and that Seahawks uh, defense that's kind of been building up. It's not going to be the answer. I do think the Eagles win this one. It's just it's always been tough to win out there in Seattle regardless of what team they have out there. They just always play tough. That's pretty much always been their M.O., so – I think I'm leaning more towards loss. This might be a surprise loss to some people. Oh, okay. But I, I'm leaning more towards loss against the Seahawks. That's just me. It's it's just it's tough to play up there okay. in Seattle. All right, week 16 uh, against the Giants. Now, uh, this is the first game. It, weirdly, it seems like the past couple seasons have been Giants. Um, the last three games, we've seen the Giants twice at the end of the season. Yep. Christmas, T, a Christmas game against a rival, a division rival, um, 4.30. I don't know. I might – hey, I might get out there to that game, T. Um, Christmas action. I'm thinking a win for the Eagles. Yeah, I, I see a win. Ain't no way in hell they ruining my goddamn holiday. If they ruin my holiday, I'm going to be pissed off. So, yeah. And, and, and it's against the Giants. I have no confidence in the Giants whatsoever. They put too many marbles now into Daniel freaking Jones, not realizing. they. I don't know if you noticed about this about the Giants offseason, Tanner, but they put, they've put more money and stock into pass catchers than they have actual blockers up front that can possibly pass protect Daniel Jones. And not only that, but create running lanes for the running backs. Daniel Jones is not the quarterback that you want to hit your offense to. But I digress. So that's a win. Yeah. Okay. I, um, yeah, I'm with uh, with the Giants. I'm giving the Eagles a win over the Giants. Week 17, Arizona Cardinals. No DeAndre Hopkins. Um, he's now in Tennessee. Kyler Murray kind of now finds himself trying to prove himself in the NFL um, with can he be coached talk? Uh, is he really what uh, us as fans, what teams thought he would be? Um, is that size becoming a problem for Kyler Murray? Is his movement becoming a problem? I think the Eagles get a win um, hosting the Cardinals uh, week 17. I don't believe in Kyler Murray, and I don't believe in the Arizona Cardinals, especially an Arizona Cardinals team led by Jonathan freaking Gannon. 
that's a win. Okay. All right, and I do believe I'm at 12 wins, three losses, or something uh, around there. Um, I do think that this Week 18 game against the Giants will be a loss only because at this point in time, the Eagles should be in playoffs. They should have sealed their fate already, and it's going to be a backups game. Marcus Mariota is going to have a game. Hey, he might have a great game, but – I just think that maybe the Giants are fighting for that playoff spot at this point. I think the Eagles are going to be in a fight for that number one seed, and they can't afford to drop any games, and that's including that week that week 18 game against the Giants. So I'm going to give them a win because they're going to be in competition, in my belief, with the 49ers for that number one seed. All right. Um, my prediction – our record prediction worked out to be 13 and 40. What about you? I have them at four losses, so that puts me at 13 and four. Okay. All right. And what 14 and three were the Eagles last season? So they have a game drop off. I mean, that would be pretty impressive if that does happen because of how challenging this season's schedule is going to be. Um, so we talked about the Eagles, our birds, how they're going to do this season. Um, now, uh, on our story, we'll probably post all of our record predictions total because Max wasn't able to finish that out. Yep. But um, we talked about ours, the Eagles schedule. Let's talk about any other NFL schedules out there for teams that you are impressed by that you think that this team's going to have an easy ride to the playoffs. Any teams out there that you're thinking, I'll go first to let you think of it. Mm-hmm. I think that the Saints um, out with Jameis Winston and with Derek Carr, um, when you're talking about a, a opposing schedule for the Saints, let's pull it up here uh, because I was looking over it and I saw a few other people thought this as well. But this Saints schedule this season, um, uh, as we get into it here, let's see. They have the Titans. Which okay, that's a that's a tough one. The Titans, um, Carolina Panthers, the Packers with Jordan Love now leading the pack. Buccaneers with no, we don't know who the quarterback's going to be right now. The Patriots, the Texans, uh, the Jaguars, the Colts. The Jaguars are a good team, and I think they're going to be a playoff caliber team this season. But then the Colts. Okay, the Bears, Justin Fields, can he impress this season? The Vikings, Falcons, Lions, Panthers, Giants, Rams, Buccaneers, Falcons. I mean, that's. I, I think that the Saints are going to fare pretty good. Um, a, a few challenging teams, but I think that this is going to be a Saints team that's fighting for that playoff spot, and I think that they're going to get it. A Saints team, they're going to get the chance to at least, but this is the Saints once again. It is Derek Carr. I mean, it's not anyone special. It's not Drew Brees back in the day, Saints. This is a new, different Saints team. That's fair. Um, that's fair. I think you picked a pretty good, a pretty good team. Um, my team, though, and it's funny because you kind of sort of shitted on them a little bit, but <laughs> I, I think – just by looking at their schedule and just their division alone, I think they can do some damage. I look out for the Green Bay Packers. I'm, I'm hearing some good things about Jordan Love coming out of uh, camp. Not only that, but just within their division alone. I mean, everybody's been, you know, talking about, you know, Justin Fields and how everybody thinks that he's going to be make this big leap in Chicago. I personally don't see it because I don't think they still have the weapons necessary to really even compete against the Minnesota Vikings, let alone the Green Bay Packers. So, you know, the Packers have to go up against the Lions. I, I don't have too much confidence in the Lions. They they may make a comeback, but I, I just – I don't know. I struggle I struggle giving the Lions any type of benefit of doubt. I, I just do just based upon their history. Like something always goes wrong with the Detroit Lions. So, for me, it's probably the Green Bay Packers. And when I kind of sort of look at their schedule – I mean, they they start off against the Bears um, week one. 
I mean, like I just discussed, the Bears, I don't see them as a threat. They go up against the Falcons the next week. That's an easy win. The Saints, uh, not that big a fan of Derek Carr. I mean, that remains to be seen. But, you know, then they, the first matchup against the Lions, then the Raiders, the Broncos, the first meeting with the Vikings, the Rams, the Steelers, the Chargers, which I that, my, that's going to be a loss. That's going to be a tough game yeah. for them. They go up against the Chiefs. They play the Giants. They play the Buccaneers. They play the Panthers, and then they finish off the season against the Vikings and the Bears. I just see that just from a divisional standpoint as a favorable thing for the Green Bay Packers. And listen, even if they lose the division against the Minnesota Vikings, I still think they're going to be a wild card team. I, I'm going to have to disagree with you, T, about how you kind of overlooked the Detroit Lions. I think the <laughs> NFC North is going to be the one of the more competitive divisions because – you have the Vikings who are, for the past couple seasons now, they've always been competing. They've always been uh, um, squeezing into the playoffs. The Lions are a better team, and they're going to be good this year. Okay. They're going to be good. I think the division is going to be Vikings, Lions, Packers, Bears. Okay. I think the Packers and the Bears, that could they could interchange because um, looking at the Bears' schedule here now, of course, they play the Packers twice, the Lions twice. Uh, the Vikings twice, the Bears do. Um, but they got the Chiefs, the Buccaneers. Um, the Broncos are going to be a good team just because Sean Payton is coaching them. Um, the I, I kind of felt weird saying the Raiders because Jimmy G um, is leading the team. I know Devontae Adams is on uh, on there, but I just don't think the Raiders are that impressive of nah. a team. But, yeah, Chargers. Um you got the Browns. Um, I just think that the Bears – listen, I think the Packers have a chance to finish last in their division. Uh, Jordan Love, um, they lose some some targets on offense for Jordan Love. This is going to be a building year for them to see what they have in Jordan Love. I haven't really seen a lot of play out of Jordan Love. I haven't seen a lot of highlights from from camp um from practice now they could just be keeping it low key but i don't think the packers are as impressed with jordan love really okay i that's what i'm sort of getting from it now of course i haven't talked to any of the executives over there um in green bay i haven't really even talked to any packers fans on what they think and i'm sure they think that this guy's the new answer because i haven't seen a lot of crying over aaron Rodgers' departure because of how kind of bitter it was and then it was okay sweet he he did what he did for this uh for you know for green bay but i think the packers actually could finish last in the division this season that's interesting really okay so uh, we got we got a little mini bet going on okay all right let's see how this season goes out now we talked about it a little earlier NFL top 100. All right. Jalen Hurts finishing what was it 30 34 was that is that I believe was he, that right? Yeah, I believe. Let me double check, but I believe um, that's where Jalen Hurts finished. Um we, I talked about it with Patrick Mahomes and, and the the rankings with that. I understand Patrick Mahomes should be number 1 and Joe Burrow should be number 2. But I think it was Josh Allen, number two, um, Burrow, number three, if if I'm not mistaken. Um, but Devontae Smith squeaked in there at 100 um, to finish out the list. Um, what do you think about this list, T? So, look, I, I've, I've said this for a while, and I'm going to say it again. Um, Jalen Hurts is the new kid on the block. And because Jalen Hurts is the new kid on the block, he's not going to get the same respect that he really rightfully deserves, in my opinion. Should he be probably a little higher on this list? Yeah. But trust me when I say I don't think he's overlooking that. And I don't think that I don't think that he doesn't know where he stands, you know, on this list. Because Look, I don't know if you've seen this, but Jalen Hurts has a picture of him at the Super Bowl surrounded in the Chiefs confetti. 
he that man is motivated to not only go back to the Super Bowl, but to actually win. So trust me when I say, and I think this team does this as a whole because they also bring it up sometimes in the press conferences. They take notes when certain people say certain things about them. They take notes when someone says that they can't do something or they're not that good in a certain area. This team is so motivated to prove the doubt is wrong. There's no doubt in my mind Jalen Hurts is going to prove people wrong. People put out these rankings, and they're really really people's opinions, but people put these uh, ratings out there based upon what they feel in their personal opinion. And I personally don't take too much stock in lists anymore, especially with how ridiculous some of these lists sound. I mean, I came across a top five quarterback list that didn't even have Jalen Hurts in the top five. I mean, they had um, they had Trevor Lawrence, I think, at the number five spot. And I'm just like, Trevor Lawrence hasn't done a goddamn thing in the NFL. And he was supposed to be the next generational guy. And he's not. And I think I also saw another list where Justin Herbert was um, in the top five, but Jalen Hurts wasn't. And I'm just like, well, J- well, damn, Justin Herbert hasn't even gone to the divisional round in the fucking playoffs. And you guys right. and you guys are overlooking Jalen Hurts. Trust me when I say Jalen Hurts is, is taking all these things into account. No, he doesn't really care, but but he's still listening. And trust me when I say he's going to prove everybody wrong. I, I have no doubt in my mind. Yeah, for sure. Um <laughs> when you talk about top 100, really it doesn't matter um, in terms of how this player is going to play this upcoming season. But um, Jalen Hurts, to me, is a top three quarterback. Top three quarterback in the NFL, maybe a top, at least a top 60 player in the NFL. Um, But when, listen, I don't know if Jalen's going to use this as motivation. We talk about we talk about his wallpaper that he really didn't want um, the media to know about. Um, I think that he could use this as motivation, but I really just don't think he cares about this team. No, I don't think he cares about, it, and I don't think a lot of the players really care about it either. Listen, Patrick Mahomes, I'm sure he knew he was going to be number one oh, overall. A few years ago, was Aaron Donald number one? overall and and he's still up there i think he's number 11 this season yeah yeah i think they got him at um but as i'm trying to look for jalen hurts on this list i scrolled too far already um to be looking through um for jalen hurts on this rank it just doesn't make sense to me at this point in his career too it it does it may not make sense but at the end of the day you know what it is what it is and for me people also look at consistency and you know, this is like I said before, this is his first year um, of having success. You know, does he follow up this year with the same success remains to be seen? I think so. You know, based upon the stories coming out of camp, I think Jalen is extra motivated. But, you know, like you said earlier, and like I said, too, I don't think he, he cares too much about these rankings. I think he has one goal in mind, and that is to win the Super Bowl. And I think that's what his motivation is. Yeah, I agree. Um, now, a few slots down, you have CeeDee Lamb at 34. Um, I believe that this is this year's list. But Jalen Hurts, uh, and before we round out this this discussion, he is made for the NFL. He's a leader. Um, the He played his the best game of his career in the Super Bowl, but that doesn't matter to him because at the end of the day, the Eagles lost the Super Bowl, yep. and that was his mission. And he did not complete the mission. But Tay, I'm just so excited for football to be back. I got to be honest with you. Um, we talk about the Eagles, the other 31 teams, um, and how they're going to do. But for football to come back now, I'm not going to be in in Philly as much as I would want to. Maybe this season, it's going to feel a little bit different. All the way in West Virginia, <laughs> in a state where they don't root, uh, they don't have that professional football team. Now, of course, they'll. They'll root for the Steelers. Um, they root for Pittsburgh teams. But it just feels weird going out there, T, and, and being excited, being at the bar where they don't even have football on because they don't have a team. I'm saying wow. go, Birds. No one knows what the hell I'm talking about saying go, <laughs> Birds. Um, it, it's just a different feel this season. 
You got to start your own bar, Tanner. You got to be. You got to make your own Eagles bar. Come on, man. You know, you know, Eagles fans is willing to travel out there to support you now. So you got to, uh, yeah, you got to take initiative and just build your own Eagles bar. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, Tate, and I know you're looking forward to watching some Eagles football with your daughter, kind of getting yeah. in that that dad mode, Eagles dad mode. Now, I'm not saying take her to the link. No, um, no, no. She's too, too young. Too for that. soon for that. Yeah. I'll probably if I I'd probably give it a couple years. Yeah. She, <laughs> she ain't ready for that. She ain't ready for that chaos just yet. But um yeah, I'm definitely yeah. excited to be able to watch games with her. I um I've as you've seen um with her going home outfit, I've purchased a shit ton of Eagles things. And if my if my if knowing my family the way I know them, I have a ton more coming for her on the way. So she's going to be all eagle down come September through the end of the season. So it, it's going to be fun. I look forward to this football season. I look forward to the success that the Eagles are going to have. I'm excited. I can't wait. Let's go. That's great, T. Let's go, birds, and let's wrap it up. All right. Let's see if I still remember how to do this. <clears throat> If you guys missed any of this episode, you can always go to philly-experience.simplecast.com, available on all major downloadable platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, the entire Shabazz, full episode should be on YouTube, and okay, yeah, yeah, I still remember how to do this, cool. That's great, don't be Tim Anderson, be Jose Ramirez in life. (laughs) Woo! You dumbass! I'm just kidding. Because I know what the hell he's doing. What the f*** is that? Giving people what they want to see. Shut the f*** up for life.